CPL semifinals, playoff leg one, Pacific FC nil, Atletico Ottawa two, our first win away at Starlight in our history, and it couldn't have come at a more clutch time. Let's go. ATO After the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dornan all season long, every week. Sometimes we're a couple days late, whatever. We're still bringing it to you live and direct, giving you analysis, reactions, and hot takes. Patty, playoffs, leg one. How are you feeling? Choo choo! Hunt trains <laughs> left the station, maybe! <laughs> oh my god, we went to Starlight and we won! First time ever! For the this first season. time ever! What a time to get the first win at Starlight <laughs> in the fucking playoffs! Is there anything this team can't do? Oh my god, what do. a fucking match, man! Like, I was just, I don't know, I was blown away. I mean, I think all of us were, it was awesome seeing the seeing the scenes at the GCP. Um, you know, it was, it's it's cool to, that we constantly get the updates from the folks that are there watching. Um, Oh, yeah. um, and I think this was probably the biggest crowd I've seen. It was um, nuts, dude. Like, um, I was up. major FOMO. Yeah, yeah. It was just uh, pure passion, pure scenes. Um, I mean, you know what? Like, let's 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 hear uh, let's hear a little clip clipperoo for those that weren't there. Let's roll it. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just a little bit. It's funny too because like I think the Forge fans had posted their like watch party and it was like ten people. <laughs> I was like, nah, oh, yeah, not, we were, sh- not, we were definitely <laughs> shitting on that. Yeah. yeah, you're not nearly oh, yeah. as. Uh, nearly, I think Eddie tweeted it. He's like, what are they watching golf? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And man, how good is it that Zach Verhoeven scored a 94th minute goal just to like put the ice, like just give us a longer runway for the next leg of the match? What? A, like I can't. I don't understand this kid. I mean, that's the third time now he's like come up late with a clutch goal and yeah they like, like sub him on at like 87 minutes and yeah just, to leave like <laughs> for a lengthy time for injury and then come back and just do the same thing <laughs> yeah it's like he like he never left yeah so uh yeah no it was it was a cool game like i, I mean first of all um i'm gonna give credit where credit's due to the pacific supporters groups they were pretty loud yeah. Um, I mean, they had bagpipes in their supporter section, yeah, which was pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> um, and that TIFO was like unreal for it. Oh, it fi- was amazing, dude. It was amazing. And yeah, it's, a, the- it's a shame that the rope broke like immediately <laughs> and it fell over. But, um, well, no, I mean, they're, they- uh, they're doing some stuff down there. Like for they sure. Are, like, yeah. It was but so for, for, a, for a nautical team, maybe they should have realized that that was a bad omen going into the game. Oh, with the run. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> it's like when you like uh, launch a ship and the champagne doesn't break against the and hull. The that's, basically, break, yeah. that's basically what happened to them. <laughs> that's so funny, especially considering the content of the TIFO and then the rope breaking. It's like, ooh, this is not uh, this yeah. is bad luck. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was uh, I was real worried when like in the first half, like when when they started warming up and you saw Nathan go down and I was like, oh, shit, Six, dude, that was awful. I was like, no, <laughs> first yeah. playoff game ever. And like our little season fucking MVP basically goes down in the warm. 
Yeah, but uh, but I mean, like the total G that he is, he powered through it and um, put on probably I would say like the best keeper performance of the of the year. In that like game. it was like, ridiculous. He was insane. And it's funny because like I, I watched the post game um, where they were like interviewing him. I think uh, I don't know who was on the field, but but he was just like, yeah. So just like, you know, physio came out. They stretched me out. I took some painkillers and I was good to go. I was, I was like, good to go. Our <laughs> That's our boy. <laughs> that was such a Nate answer, too. It was like, yeah, no, I took some painkillers. I was good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, but I mean, for me, I don't know. There's speculation that Carducci. I mean, he was on like pretty much all of the, the pundits like teams of the year. Um, for some reason. Yeah. But like, honestly, uh, Nate, Nate put up like that kind of that kind of performance to me is a team of the year performance like his game sense and his ball sense and his control and like just everything that he did during that game was like exactly what we needed to see at yeah. Starlight on on Saturday yeah yeah no yeah, we we, so. we definitely have the best keeper in the league like it's yeah. just it's so he's so clear man it's so clear and yeah, I, yeah. I was really surprised when I saw all the league teams of the year that all had Carducci on them. I was like, like someone on the Discord was like, they're all stuck in, in 2019. And, and that's, <laughs> that's what it was, for sure. I mean, like, don't, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Carducci is a fantastic keeper. He's but, good, uh, yeah. He was not the best keeper in the league this season. No, no. And the only other person in that running is Callum Irving. And holy shit, that he shit the bed in this game. <laughs> as as he does sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was it was interesting. I mean, we had uh, we had Camus in the CB with Espeo. Uh, interesting no. choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because, yeah, like, I know. starting over Drew. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was, I was questioning it, but I mean, pfft. Proofs in the pudding, baby. Yep. Yeah. Oliver Oliver Platt was like, I don't understand what Carlos is doing. And the whole time, like, I was just like, trust in Carlos. We trust, man. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, I mean, overall, I mean, really just the whole match was 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 classic, you know, ATO terrorism football, which we've come to know and love. Um, and we've settled into that nicely. Um, I know there was like some ups and downs kind of midway to two thirds of the way through the season, but I, I think that we're there now um, and it's consistent. It's consistent football now, yeah. which is so nice to watch every week. That's that's the biggest thing. And I know in the pregame show, um, I believe Jordan Wilson, he's, he said basically just as much. He's like, listen, like we're not I'm not expecting any surprises from this team. Like they basically play the same way all the time. Yep. And uh, and, and you know what? That's what won us the league. So uh, I know before this, we were opining about how we were going to do in playoffs because we've never played playoff football before. Mm. Um, And we were like, huh, I wonder if our style of play is going to translate well to playoff football. It probably will. uh, But let's see. And it definitely does. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, And I mean, like... I have to give again. I I, lo- I love giving Carlos credit because I think what he's done with this team is is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And he basically, like in the second half, for example, like he kind of did what he's done for most of the season, which is take a a, a, f- a functional formation that's like working well. And then he just tweaks it a little bit. I think at, the, yeah. at halftime, he talks to the guys. He like moves some pieces around, maybe talks some areas where they need to improve or where they need to let up on the pressure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like it just we always see it in the second half. It just creates more chances. The the, the ball flows better. Um, you know, and I, we've talked about it. Like, I think that's mentality and motivation. It's a, it's a mindset that cargo is instilling and cultivating. And I think that's our edge in the playoffs. And a lot of people kind of discount it because they're like, well, they only had 30% possession or whatever else, like other stats they want to do. Or like they didn't have a lot of shots. It's like, okay, but like, it doesn't matter how many, how much possession we have or how many shots we have. What matters is the score at the end of the game. And this was a two, nothing routing of Pacific that 
constantly had commentators and pundits and people on Twitter being like, Ottawa is getting dominated. And then it's like, yeah, but like who came away with the victory here? So <laughs> it's so stupid, man. And, and the thing is, this is uh, I said, so, so Dylan Powley was fighting with some dude on Twitter the past couple of days, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we only had 36% possession, but we had the same amount of shots and we had more shots on target. So yeah. like, well, and the best is like uh, the the commentators sh- like shitting on us, being like, "Oh, Ottawa is very undisciplined." And then less than a minute after he says it, Bali Tablet scores, and then just like puts his fingers in his ears to the Pacific crowd, and I was like, "Oh!" And it's funny too because they were like, "Oh, well, we did the uh, the commentators curse by telling them that they were undisciplined." Yeah. So, <laughs> so no, good. I hate it, dude. Well, here's the thing too: is um, this is actually really funny because I just saw this in a tweet like not that long ago, like earlier today. Um, is a pre-match interview with uh, with Diego Simeone, and then mm-hmm. the 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 question was: So Real Madrid just won the Clasico playing low block football, but they don't get the same shit that you do for playing that style of football. So what's the deal here? And he's just like, I'm not going to touch that. But but that's, <laughs> that's the thing, right? Is that certain teams will have like a reputation, uh, uh, but then when you know the biggest club in the world plays the same style of football, it's seen as like clever. When in yeah, reality, but it's just... like, okay, listen, there's so many different ways to play this game, and sometimes you need to play the game that wins. And so well, when you want to say, oh, it's boring, yeah. or it's, it's, uh, you were dominated, it's like, no, we weren't. We just won 2-0 away from home. What the fuck does dominated mean to you? you know? Yeah, well, and that's just it. Like, the, the, you know, we play the low block, and it's, it's, it's classic Atletico Madrid-style play. Um, and, and yeah, we played the low block and we forced pressure from the, from the defensive line, um, out to the wings. And it was absolutely devastating, honestly, like watching the physical play from Camus or Speo and Acosta and they were pressing players like, like Bustos and Arapaccio and, and even that asshole Josh Hurd, uh, and forcing them to take shitty shots from bad positions, which is music to my eyes, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, but it's, but, it, and again, it, it also because we have that physicality, because we have some of those players like I just named, you know, when they need to draw a foul, they will. And yeah, it costs us some cards. And I know Espeo has, you know, because of the rules, which they changed hours before the playoffs kicked off. Now he's suspended for next game, yeah. which is some fucking amateur hour shit. Uh, but regardless, you know, I, I think that most of the fouls, maybe not necessarily Espeo's, but most of the fouls we drew um, were, especially the ones that didn't, you know, produce cards were smart fouls. And I think that mm. it, it's almost like they fouled just to slow the play down or, yeah. or interrupt whatever Pacific was trying to build. Yeah. And by so doing, we gave our defense a chance to spread the formation and get ready um, and counter as effectively as we do in the low block. Well, all he said yeah. just as much in the pregame show, a lot of the clips that he showed, he showed Suzuko, he showed Espeo. He's like, listen, here's them literally just stopping the game. Um, yep. And this is these this is clever. Like this is these are tactical fouls, right? That's what, exactly. And, and, and but they're they're by design. And uh, you know sometimes you'll get a card for it, sometimes you won't. But uh, it, it's just I, I I feel when I watch this team, it's just like man, identity is the word that comes to mind. Mm. And so most I don't I I honestly like it sounds a little hyperbolic, but I feel like we have the most solid identity of any team in the league. Like we have a that. way that we play yeah. and we do it all the time and we are hundred percent bought into it. Yeah. Everyone's committed. And I think you see it on the players faces when they make a good play or when you hear them communicating on the field, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's bought in, everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. There's no one kind of like on the outskirts trying to do their own thing. They realize that working together is the only way that that low block or that, you know, Atletico Madrid style play is effective. And you can't, 
let up because, you know, we've seen it in the past when you lose your focus for just a minute or two, you know, that's when we get scored on. But yeah. in this case, I mean, look, look what happened. Like, you know, again, I think that a, a big part of that is, is the physicality that we put through the middle of the pitch. Um, you know, like watching Sergio Camus, like crush Josh Hurd's little child body into the turf. I was like, and then he pushed him and I was like, bro, like, are you what are, like, what are you like? Oh God. Like, don't do that. Don't do when that. he didn't, when he didn't retaliate to the push, and instead gave that kind of disappointing look and looked over at the ref, I was like, oh, that's so fucking mature. Like, so many other players would have, like, gotten into the fight or whatever, but he just got yeah. the push, and he's like, you saw that, right? You guys saw yep. that? Look at this yep. fucking guy. <laughs> he's like, I'm above that shit. Which is awesome to see, because, again, yeah. I think Camus That was proper like, captain shit, and you yeah. see why he captains at Letty B, for sure. Exactly, and, and he came into the game. <laughs> he came into the team a little bit late in the season, and and to see a play like that, like, I was like, A, it's, it's a smart play. It was a shoulder-to-shoulder. I don't think, like, anyone can argue that it was a dirty you know play on his part but yeah. to basically get inside josh Hurd's head and under his skin and have him like retaliate in a really dumb way to draw yeah. just a stupid yellow card i was like oh yeah. oh just so good to see so incredible good incredible stuff incredible yeah stuff. yeah so um can we for a sec can we talk about how we've converted gareth wheeler in the oh, pregame man. i was like bro Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined Gareth Wheeler pulling out an ATO jersey and saying on TV that we are the best team in the league and we're going to win the playoffs. I was like, holy it's, fuck, this is, ma- is, this is magic. It is, it <laughs> it's is upside funny, down land. <laughs> but like that dude still annoys the shit out of me, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, <laughs> he's so, I think how fu- uh, like he's his, his, he's so about himself. You know, it's yeah, like quote, I, quoting himself. He's like, oh, I used the B word. I did. But yeah. I know it's best team in the league. It's, it's like, bro, yeah. like, like, but we then don't it was think funny. about that anymore. Like, no one thinks about that anymore. Yeah. You're the only one that's still talking about yourself and what you said in the past. Like, yeah, but it was funny, too, because, like, I think Andy brought it up and she was like, made like the, the kissing noise. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> she was exactly. like, I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's definitely yeah. uh, kiss, kissing the bums of the, the striped bum of ATO it's, as far as I'm it's concerned. So, like everything he does, the things he says, the way that he acts, it's so old media. Like yeah. I, I don't like people don't do that anymore. Like this isn't the fucking 90s. Like we don't need that heel character on, on the sports broadcasts anymore. You know what I mean? Like. It, it's yeah, I would just, rather just have like like so, like I'm not again. I would rather have someone like um, I, I even got to give. Jordan Wilson credit. I think Jordan Wilson was all right on there. Um, and, you know, yes, he pulled out a Pacific jersey, which, you know, his choice of winner of the game was as bad as his club is. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I do think that he that he did have, a, a, you know, a, a decent grasp on on what we were going into coming into this game. Yeah. And he, we talked about, you know, he talked about consistency. He talked about Carlos Gonzalez as a coach. He mm-hmm. talked about Nathan Ingham. You know, being like, I would never live it down if Nathan Ingham wins a North Star Shield <laughs> after coming from York. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I would rather see them bring on player like players or 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 you know for recently retired players to talk than have Gareth Wheeler just talk out of his ass. That's true. Well, I mean, they have actual insight, right? I mean, Gareth Wheeler hardly ever talks about football. It's just yeah. it's it's hot, it's hot takes and and clicks and and it, yep. it, it it's really uh, I mean I don't want to give too much more airtime to it but it, it's, <laughs> it's it's a it's a thing that one soccer definitely needs to uh, uh, yeah. sort of address steer away next from, season like, for sure yeah, yeah for sure yeah, yeah. so uh, but yeah back to the game um, Carlos ran uh, basically like a four five four one slash four one four one so you had Tiso and Howarth on the wings in their traditional roles um, and then I, I liked the all Spanish CBs with Saint yeah. Miguel. Yeah. 
Moose and Despeo. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool to see. You had Bassett Sis- uh, and Sissoko in the central mids with Sissoko drifting to the six. Um, and then Tabla, Alleman, Whiteouts, and Brian on the top side. I didn't hate Brian this game. I thought Brian played a played a. I mean, I say that I didn't hate Brian. I didn't. I was. I was. You know, his we never hate. We never hate Brian. Let's let's get <laughs> yeah. back. Well, let's get that. We don't. Yeah, we don't hate him. It's just his performance was good. I think this season. There are the last few games. Um, it really and has. Talk- and Carlos said as much in the pregame as well. He, exactly. When they were talking about his his uh, uh, his selection. He's like, listen, Brian's in a really good moment right now, and that's that's why mm-hmm. he's starting this game. And I totally. Agree. Yeah, and we got to run with it. I think. And yeah. Brian's a, a big dude. I think he brings some physicality that yeah. some of the you know some of the um, Pacific players don't really have a counter to. I mean, yeah, I would say like Didich is there maybe their only player that's like fairly large dude, but the rest of them, like, man, Brian could push them all around. And and yeah. we've seen it when he keeps guys off the ball. So, yeah. um, and, and you know, he creates pressure too, which I like to see because they can't com- fully commit to the attack knowing that Brian is just hanging around in the, in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. Well, he won three or four aerial duels, right? I mean, it's yeah. that type of, that type of stuff. That's, that's what he brings to a game like this. For sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah. So with that, let's. I mean, let's jump into some of the stats. Um, let's let's talk about this interesting stat. I know Gareth Wheeler talked about it a little bit, but for those of you that didn't hear the pregame, in 17 games where Ottawa has scored first, our record is 13 wins, four draws, and zero losses. Actually, no. <laughs> It's 14 wins, four 14. draws, and zero losses because we did it again this week. Uh, you just so. love to see it. You love to see it. It's what we do. We score first, and then, and as we said, and then, and then game's done. And it's done. Yeah. Shut shop. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I mean, I'm, I'm hoping like as long as we can put put one in the in the back uh, ne- this weekend, you know, then we'll be sitting pretty shooting into the the playoff or the the championship game. Um, possession was you know classic 65 35 roughly. Um, we managed <laughs> to tie them in sh- usual. <laughs> I know, but we managed to tie them in shots. We managed to tie them in shots. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's just it. We 30 35 36 percent possession, 13 shots, three on target. Yeah. They had only had two on target. So yeah, don't and, well, talk, and don't talk to me about being dominated. Yeah, and we had seven shots from inside the box. They had two. Well, Eleven of their thirteen shots were outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Their average shot distance was insane, and that's. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what Na- like Nathan has sub- summed so much of this up in his post game. He's like, "Yeah, we're fine taking all this pressure. You know, for them just shooting shots outside the box, we don't care." Um, well, uh, and he used the same way. He used the word suffering. And that's why yeah. I brought up in the last one. It's like you have to be prepared to enjoy the suffering. And he's like, I had never heard it put that way before, but that's the way that Carlos has us playing. And that's that's when I talk about identity. Everyone can yeah. see it. Everyone has bought into this idea that we're okay with suffering, absorbing the pressure, getting all of these low percentage shots, and then just hitting them when they're uh, when they're weak. Yeah, well, and it's funny too because like I had this after the the match last week, and then when we had the podcast, I had this discussion with Stephanie, and I was like explaining like this, like, oh, you have to like enjoy suffering, you have to like take the 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 trials and tribulations that some teams put us through, especially when you know it's a shooting gallery out there, and Nathan's having to deal with a lot of shots, regardless of where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Our defense is co- under constant pressure, and I was like, mm-hmm. but once you embrace that, like that's where the magic comes because yeah. you're prepared to counter which is again i think countering is our our biggest strength mm-hmm. and the only reason we're prepared to counter at all times is because we have such a tight defense and because we embrace that pressure and we allow them to come to us and then we choose our moment and our moments are always always so good yeah. <laughs> even in this game our moments were yeah. good both goals like just oh my god 
Wonderful, wonderful. Exactly, um, exactly. And it's it's fun. I know we've we've used the metaphor multiple times, but it's it's Homer Simpson in the boxing ring. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you just exactly. Get, you, just get, you just get pummeled for eighty minutes, and then swoop swoop. There's two goals. Fuck you. We're going home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And yeah, again, if you're a casual fan and all you care about is possession stats, I feel like you'd be very confused <laughs> every yeah. time you watch our team play. Yeah. But for those yeah. of us that have been watching all season, we're like, yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot as many times as you want. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah, I just love but, it so uh, much. I just love it so much. Yeah, and we, I mean, we were outpassed. We were out accuracyed. Um, but, and also in true ATO fashion, 92 of our 324 passes were in the opposing half. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> uh, we had well, 30% I mean, same, lo- accurate it's, long balls. It's, like, it's the same ridiculous. thing. They, they had thir- thir- they had 336 passes in our half and we had 324 we, total. We had 324 passes in total. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just like, I, 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 uh, it's hard. It's hard because I think, yeah, we, when we talk about stats in these games, it's, it's difficult for us to explain this to people because it's, it's, it's almost the opposite of what you would think would happen in a game. And I think when you t- look at a team like Pacific, a team that's been dangerous all season um, or, you know, the cat or calves or the four or forge um, those teams thrive on possession. They thrive on that attacking high press mentality, but you know, ATO is like I would consider us the Uno reverse card of the four yeah. teams that are in the playoffs because no one can yeah. cut in and, and get that for us. So, um, yeah, I, I I like to see it. Um, uh, again, our, our ability to clear the ball uh, and air, win aerial duels was was yeah. on show. Uh, we had twenty clearances, eleven of which came from Los Hermanos, Camus mm-hmm. and Espeo, <laughs> the <go>. brothers. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, like th- those guys, man. They combined for 11 of 20 of our clearances. Mm-hmm. Um, duels were pretty even. We got killed on yellow cards, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we got uh, we got a lot of yellows. <laughs> how many? Yeah, how many we did, did. We get in that game. Five. We got, we got uh, five. Five. Oof. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and again, like I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but like, holy fuck, none of this like, ugh, this is, like, amateur hour shit from the league needs to stop. If the rules are written. They should be the rules as written. None of this stupid like, oh, we actually meant this. We're like, we'll change it if we don't like how we wrote it. Like, it's got to it's got to stop. Like, and, oh, yeah, and no. I, post post posting what uh, seven hours before kickoff, maybe even mm-hmm. less than that or something about what the yellow yellow uh, card rule change was. And people will say, oh, but it was actually announced to the club beforehand. It's like, OK, it said that it was announced to the clubs on October 1st. That's still not fucking good enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know what I mean, that's again, it's just it's. I, and I get that the league is young and I get that we're still developing, you know, a reputation or whatever. But I just I feel I can't help but feel. We've seen this a few times this season. We're starting to develop a bad reputation surrounding yeah. the rules. And I don't want and I'm not even just talking about ATL. Like I just I don't want teams to get fucked by an interpretation of a rule that's clearly written that they're like, oh no, we actually meant this. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, I'm sorry, but like you can't. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not how it works. So no, it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> you figure it out before the season starts and then you you to change it, do it before the next season. Yeah, fucking get it together. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Speaking of getting it together, though, let's talk about some standouts. You got you got anyone on your list? Like everybody, basically. I mean, the, the entire <laughs> the entire backline was absolutely fucking mm. stellar. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's agreed. Easy. Uh, agreed. Uh, it's just I don't know, man. Nobody was bad. Nobody was bad. Everyone was fucking good. Ang- Angham was best of the bunch for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just, we should. Uh, just let's just, game. let's just crown. Let's just crown that man, Nathan Kingham. Yeah. 
Let's put Nathan a crown on his King. head. There you go. <laughs> uh, man, his positioning, his reads, like, man, that save at 65 minutes on, uh, I think it was Bustos. Because Bustos that shot hit, up in yeah, the corner. And hit that, like, left hell. footer. I was like, holy shit. I no was sure that was going in. I was sure so that was going in. So did I. So was I. Right so was I. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so it was awesome, man. So, like, Nathan absolutely killed it out there. Um, yeah, and he basically used his, because he has such a crazy vertical. Like, every time we watch the pregame, my wife, while when she's not fawning over him, is also like holy shit he can jump so high because <laughs> he jumps and his like shoulders and head goes above the crossbar. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, when he jumps, when he jumps and then and then headbutts the crossbar before yeah. every game too. It's <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he basically took anything that Espe or Camus didn't clean out and and grabbed yeah. onto it, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got to put Hollywood on here. Ollie Bassett, eighty-seven sure. minutes played, one assist, ninety-five percent accurate passes, three for four on ground duels. Classic. This is classic Ollie Bassett. We know and love on this game. Yeah. Um, he read the counters perfectly, and man, that perfectly weighted just little chip over to Bolu Tabla for the assist. Yeah. Oh my God. What did, he, so what did he take? Good. One. He took one touch, and then uh, one and touch. Then yeah. And then over. and then popped it up, and yeah. and you know, obviously Bolu Tabla being Bolu Tabla. I was. You know, <laughs> you know I was funny. That worried. goal. That goal was almost a perfect mirror of um, last season. Uh, there was a late winner against Halifax. That uh, Soto had assisted. He popped the ball up to uh, to Brian Wright, and then Brian Wright mm. chipped their keeper uh, yeah. really late. I think it was in the eighty seventh minute. It, that was like a, a like a perfect mirror of that goal with like the beauty little like sort of chipped assist. And I mean, every every everyone was losing their minds over the Soto assist, and they should be on this one as well. I feel yeah. like it's not getting as much love because because Tablas chip of the keeper was like incredible. But uh, well, but also right, this was stupid. It was so good. it was also built up by the fact that Callum Irving was completely out of position. <laughs> was, was what was like, he doing? <laughs> I think I saw the chat. Everyone's like, what the fuck was Callum Irving doing? He's like way outside the 18. I was like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that against us. You can't do that yeah, against especially Blue against Bellu Tablo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know it. what? Like, yeah, all he set up. Perfect. Um, I liked I really liked Bahus this game. I liked him a lot, and I know he only played a half. He got something at halftime, I think. Yeah. Um, 32 touches. He had the assist on Verhoeven's goal. I guess it's an own goal, technically speaking, because it was, you know, diverted a little bit. Uh, um, I don't think it counts as an own goal. If it was on target, oh. if it's on target. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Deflected, yeah. It's, still, uh, it's still his. Yeah, either way, I mean, the you know, Bahus went 100% on aerial duels and 9 for 14 on ground duels. Mm. <laughs> so um, it wasn't a perfect game. I mean, like, again, um, but I think it was a good effort. And I, I love seeing that bro love between him and Zach after his goal. I was like, <laughs> they were like yeah. hugging each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so good. It's so good. I love it. It's the like two young dudes. Just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vibes, dude. It's That's mm. what we do. That's what we do best. Yeah, Vibes FC, basically. Vibes FC. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you're right. Who, put, did he, who did he sub in for again? Um, um it was Alman. Yeah, it came in for Alman. Yeah, because then he, I think he got hurt or something like that, right? And he was, yeah, yeah, but he wasn't feeling too well. But uh, I mean, that, that's yeah. that's that's what we we love. Bef- I know that we had uh, before we were all oh, he's getting all these minutes because he's under 21 and he's you know getting played too much or he's he wouldn't be a starter otherwise. But the fact that he came in at half and just like put on an incredible performance like that in a playoff away game, it's. Think fuck he was playing all those minutes during the season because uh but that's just it like and a lot of people that was their big question mark was they were like well are they just playing Bahus because they need under 21 minutes and yeah. a yes and b he's also really good <laughs> a yes 
yeah like B, he's so really good it and comes, like it all comes and, in the wash right it's exactly gonna... because now we have we, we've increased the depth of our bench and yeah okay yeah. great he's under 21 but like yeah. again this was a perfect per- perfect example of but who's playing to a level that is a pl- can pl top tier playoff level performance and i'm like yeah. you know what like yeah okay great he's 21 perfect like, yeah. good we've got him for a while like <laughs> so <laughs> so uh so yeah i mean uh, i mean obviously Belus had was goal brilliant brilliant um loved seeing him come in his own um but we talked about a little bit earlier zach the super sub verhoven is back <laughs> he did it again he can't keep getting away with this <laughs> yeah, 94th minute uh and honestly so him him getting this 94th minute goal um gave me enough confidence to make this announcement it's Ooh. official i've booked my plane ticket home for the championship <laughs> so thank you zach uh, you fucking rock you i go. will see all of you guys who are listening right now in the stands and probably before and after at the gcp when we win the championship so <laughs> so i'm it's coming very, home <laughs> it's very funny because I, I know like obviously you would have wanted to book sooner than later because of you know the costs and whatnot but uh oh for it sure. is it is hilarious that the second goal is what like okay i guess i can book now instead of waiting until next week. yeah like a one a one a one nil would have been like good been like, but like see, zach, maybe i'll wait for the second leg yeah zach pumping that goal and i was like oh now I, f- I feel more confident now so <laughs> so hopefully they put on a performance this weekend because i really yeah. don't want to like come home and watch the championship at the gcp <laughs> at the pub against two other teams. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so i'm coming home uh and it's gonna be it's gonna be lit so uh cannot cannot wait um i'm excited to be able to be there for the championship i'm excited to be able to be there when we win it because we're yeah. gonna fucking win the league and we're gonna win the championship there you go so, uh, speaking of speaking of Zach, so yeah, he plays seven minutes. Um, <laughs> he had <laughs> he, he had two passes, only one of which was accurate. Uh, <laughs> he only had four touches, <laughs> and one shot, one goal. That's what that's what that boy fucking does, man. And I'm so glad that he's back and doing what he was doing before he got in. He just did it again. Like it's not like a third time this season. He's just coming in and then scored really late. Like what? Well, who he's are so you? he's so fast. He's I know so it's fucking stupid, fast. Isn't it? <laughs> like watching him just burn defenders like they were nothing. I was yeah. like, no, oh, this is this is great. As soon as he came on, and I saw him turn the Jets on in that first first run, and yeah, it didn't result in a goal, but I saw him turn the Jets on. I was like, oh, here we go. This is this is pre-injury Zach Verhoven no, exactly. ready to ready to bear. And he did. Yeah. So you know what? Um thank you, Zach. I will buy you a beer at the GCP after the we win the championship. <laughs> well he's the wep he's the weapon that we wanted him to be, right? Is like the throwing the super sub at the end. Yeah. And um I made a joke. I was I was texting with Thomas afterwards. I was like, dude, he is our fucking Divakarigi. And that's that's why yes, I made he that is. Uh, that's why I made that meme that I put on the uh, the CCSG camp. The football is football with Overhoven is nothing, because that's uh <laughs> yeah that was the origi meme right like for that for yeah. the champions league like football without origi is nothing and i'm like, nothing, like yeah. i fucking love this man so much like it's this type of player like that's that's cult hero status right there the one that just comes out on the end and pops up with the goal that like these these clutch moments clutch yep. player yep. especially against his old yeah. club too like man like the fact that him and ollie both put in such good performances oh, they against punished, their old club. they punished their old club and it was so good you love this <laughs> and, and meanwhile the old fury players like played like dog shit which was good for us so <laughs> that is true that is yeah, unfortunate yeah. that's 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 jamar dixon's last home game of his career and uh you think so an unfortunate one. Oh, oh yeah the, yeah retired. oh yeah the, yeah they announced yeah you retired yeah. that was his last game um yeah. and also it sucks because that was also the last game at starlight for the season <laughs> so yeah exactly sucks to suck pacific fans <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of sucking, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not it's, gonna. It's, 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 it's funny because I mean, yeah. the, like we we have a reputation. Um, I think Forge fans have a reputation uh, for you know being terminally online and uh, yes. talking a lot of yeah. shit. Uh, Pacific yeah, do. fans don't really. Um, I'm wondering if that's going to change. Depending, uh, it started to change. I'm wondering if that's going to change after whatever happens this coming weekend. You know yeah, it's I mean? it's it's weird because again, Pacific's a, like obviously a very strong team, and mm-hmm. then and I look at how much work goes into their supporters groups. They have the chance. Like it sounds, they sound you know in some cases as good as us. Definitely not better, but as good. Um, and then you know the TFOs and all that stuff. I'm like they're putting the effort in. It's just weird to not see them all over social media. I guess. Well, they're just they're 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 like a they're like a good culture, and and they're also they're just more polite. I guess I think it seems, but yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're impolite because you know we sucked for so long, and now we're really good. So there's a chip <laughs> on our shoulder, and obviously we're just going to be unbearable. Uh, Forge fans are unbearable because they're really good. Um, but you know, and, P- P- yeah. Pacific, we're just sort of there, and then they popped up, and then won the leagues, and now it, you know you're wondering if now if they're used to winning, and if they're going to get knocked out by us. I wonder if that's going to start changing. I'd love to see it. Yeah. You know, I love I love yeah. to see the banter on the internet, right? And uh, you know, yeah. bring it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Get on the Twitter. Yeah. Just be if a little anyone, rude. Be nasty. Yeah. You're allowed. <laughs> if anyone can lock horns with us, it's it's Pacific fans because Do it. The For- Forge fans and the York fans sure as shit can't. So talk your shit. That's our that's, that's our challenge to you, Pacific fans who are obviously our, also listening to this podcast. It's our call to action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of sucking, um, let's <laughs> talk about some disappointments here. Um. I don't. I don't think there was a lot. Honestly, I don't think anyone had like a particularly absolutely shit game. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I didn't like Sissoko. Um. I. I, th- I don't think you can. You can sit in the six roll and have defensive stats like these. Fifty percent accurate long balls, three for seven on ground duels, and he lost possession nine times. And yeah, that's not three. Fl- and three fouls. And yeah. it's like, it sucks because we've seen games where Sissoko has been on, and we know he can control that space in front of the CBs. Mm. And I just I want to see it. I want to see it back. I'm hoping we'll see it back at at, yeah. at TD Place because he'll probably be back in there. And I would imagine Becky's probably going to be filling in for Espeo. Yeah. Um. Because we don't really have any other options. So <laughs> as far as that <laughs> physical physical presence in the center of the pitch, right? So yeah. so yeah, I, I do want to see Sissoko maybe step up a little bit. Um. I wasn't super impressed with Malcolm Shaw. Um. I think that he. You can you, I, again. I think that he's come back and he's he's just been a little hot and cold. I think maybe it's just some of the rust is still kicking around from when he came back from his injury. But yeah. Um. Again, I I want to see what he can do. We've seen what he can do when he's on. Um. Yeah. And I'm hoping that he's on for this weekend. Um. Kevin Alleman, I honestly think that he he just got when he got steamrolled by Didic yeah. in ten minutes. I was like, yeah. oof, boy. That was um, it. That was it, man. That was yeah. He he was so uh, yeah. He was he was definitely shook for the rest of his time on the pitch after that. Yeah, so I mean, again, I think that that probably had to do with the fact that his stats weren't that great. Um, But again, I think Carlos made this smart call by subbing him off at halftime just to give him that rest. Because Alleman, again, is a threat. He's a threat on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen him do it over and over again. So I'm hoping that he's rested up and and good to go for the weekend as well. So all that to say, I know I opened this with, you know, let's talk about sucky players, but there really wasn't any. There was was some people that just didn't play at their peak, but I'm not saying that they're bad. No, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it was it was it was such a good team performance that uh, 
none of the no no, no sort of below average performance really sort of stands out because obviously well, every, it, everything it, led to the collective yeah and i mean even the players that didn't play their best game because the rest of the team was playing well together it didn't really yeah. matter so that's the kind of stuff you want to see right like you want to be able to see like one of your star players play like shit and the team still be able to to pull off a win and and play well together yeah. and i think that carlos has instilled that in in, in the boys so yeah i mean even in, even in suzoko i mean yeah we were talking about how his stats were not great but i mean like he clearly had a role oh you yeah know, for even sure if it, even if it wasn't pretty and it was and it, it was a little bit clumsy you know doing fouls and whatnot but i mean you know those those broke up play like that's yeah yeah we talked about it again so he did he did take a couple smart fouls and yeah. you got to give him credit for that yeah. um because that's just part of our our culture at at atletic ottawa is those smart yeah, fouls exactly. that and shit shithousery and tight hamstrings at the end of the game that seems to be a trend <laughs> and i love it <laughs> to hear the booze come out when like Don't when like all. tiso lays down with a tight hamstring i'm like god i love this is shit. excellent <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you hate to see it when you're playing against it but god yeah, i love exactly. when ato does it Fuck, i love it so goddamn much <laughs> speaking of tiso that that picture of him when uh i think he was looking at josh hurt or something after the push you seen that picture oh yeah with his eyes yes. like wide open oh my yeah, god i was like dude, boy. i, I want to put that on a banner or something like that like that was <laughs> that, that that's like the the maurice richard like thousand yard stare dude that was that, that was that's an iconic image right there <laughs> yeah that's like some mad, mad max shit mad yeah. max tso man yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so uh i, I mean yeah. I, we didn't really mention him but he had a fucking great game too he did he had a great game yeah yeah him and i and i liked carl out there man like i think yeah. both of them on the wings really really put in the work so yeah. well Tiso had 13 out of 20 accurate passes. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I know it's only 65% accurate, but that's still 13 accurate passes. That's yeah. good. 100% accurate crosses, 100% tackles one, three clearances as well, two headed clearances, three interceptions, yeah, no. six recoveries. I mean, fuck, he put in his ship. Yeah, well, that's just it. So, so I, again, I think, I think that we've, we've gotten to the point where Tiso is putting on consistent performance. And I think that's where we all wanted him to get to. Yeah. And he's, yeah. and he's there now. And I love seeing it every week. Um, so way to go, Max. You're killing it. You're killing it up there. That, them and uh, uh, yeah, him and Howarth as the wingbacks is like, what a winning combination that is. So yeah. moment of the match. What do you think? Ooh, um, I got, uh, I think two. Um, obviously, the first one for me is King Nate's inhuman save at 65 minutes on that shot yep. from Bustos. Yeah. No idea how he jumped that far or that high. Uh, and Bustos' face was hilarious because he like turned around and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> I love seeing that. Because <laughs> he's just like, ah, shit. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Hell of a shot again, too, though, man. It was, oh it my, was, it was a rocket, an yeah, absolute rocket. Is, but uh... yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And but for me, obviously, from a personal standpoint, it was Zach's latest fuck goal to seal the deal yeah. and put us in a good position um yeah i'm gonna be watching this weekend obviously and praying that my boys can fully punch my ticket back for the championship yeah. <laughs> um because right now it's like i would I, it's like half ripped you know when you go to the theater and they like rip your ticket a little bit that's yeah, where it's yeah. at now and i just want yeah. them to finish the job so that i can rest easy and you know fly home and be jet lagged yeah, exactly. and drink a lot of beer <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what would you like to see improved in the next um month? i mean uh, at it accuracy again we've talked about it for, for a few a few times this season yeah uh this match was particularly bad in both areas long balls and crosses 30 yeah. percent and 43 percent respectively which is mm -hmm. not good yeah um i just think we need to be smarter about it like our strength is a counter and in order to take advantage of our speed and our technical skill we just need to have better accuracy like mm -hmm. we're lucky that we are so much faster than 
Pacific this game, mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, when we brought on guys like Verhoeven. Um, so hopefully it's something we can tweak um, because I think it, it would unlock just that much more offensive capability in a team that generally hasn't had that all season. Yeah. No, it's true. It's, and I mean, like, obviously, um, like, when, a, a counter doesn't always start with, like, a long ball, right? So that's probably, the, it's, it's, if you're playing a low block and you, and you get the ball, and, like, we're not always the most creative when we're keeping possession, right? And we're, like, working yeah. the ball, holding it. That's why we just hit the long ball. It's almost like, all right, there, you fucking take it. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll attack you in a different way. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's it's a disappointing stat, but then you also wonder: is that just sort of is that part of it all? You know, yeah. like if, if everything's working, then maybe that's just a weird, unfortunate uh, cog in the machine. You know? Yeah, I mean that could that could be it, right? Like so. I mean, again, we don't know, but um, who knows what's going inside that beautiful bald head of his? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, who got the red card? An assistant coach got the red card. Do you know? Oh, uh, it was one. It was one. It was there. It was one of theirs, right? Was it okay? Yeah, because I yeah. saw. I know. I saw. I think it was Bustos was like yelling something at the bench. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't know if it was ours or theirs. And then they're like, "Oh, then assistant coach got a straight red." And I was like, Whoa. "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Please don't be crazy. Please don't be crazy." Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite. I'm quite confident it was one of theirs. I feel like I would have uh, would have seen it in the past few days if it was one of ours. Um, yeah. Did you see? Did you see the video that the league posted and it had James Merriman mic'd up? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I want to see Cargo mic'd up for the next leg, man. <laughs> oh, that'd be so, that'd be so good. That'd be so good. He's just yelling in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyways, you've heard enough from us. Now it's time to hear from you. CCSG mailbag. Mailbag. It's the mailbag. This is the period in the podcast where we get to hear from all of you out there your crazy sweaty takes uh this one's gonna be particularly fiery i think because johnny in his infinite wisdom requested <laughs> adrenaline fueled drunk hot takes from the gcp which is listen excellent. i was a few, i was a few wobbly pops deep by the end of this game and when 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 that full-time whistle blew i was like give me your questions right now i want to hear whatever you got going in your head because that no one's in a good head well we're all in a great headspace but no one's in a coherent headspace at the moment to fire him off Point exactly. So you're going to you're going to get lots of those. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's the it's the you know, it's the best part of being a member of CCSG is you get a free portion of the podcast that is just for you. Just for you. Um, yeah, just for you. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll start if you don't okay. mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, does Ingham win the Yashin? <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Courtois won the Yashin, but I think Ingham was robbed. He wasn't even in the in the in the top 10. He, sh he should have been top five. Sure. Manuel Neuer, who? Who? Yeah. Nathan Ingham. Yeah. Nathan Kingham. <laughs> so then, yes, the answer is yes. He wins yes. it in our hearts, everyone. Yes, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> I know you'll tackle this one, but Noah Speo for the second leg. Who do you think plays in his place, and should we be worried with that potential defensive gap? Um, Becky, obviously, and I don't think so. I, I honestly don't. don't. So I, no. I, I think that, that Becky has the same physical presence that Espeo has he has the same I don't want to say the same vertical but like a similar vertical mm -hmm. um that Espeo has so I think you know if we got to deal with them for one without Espeo for one game I think we're going to be fine and on top of that we've got again a two goal runway um yeah. so yeah I I don't I'm not worried I'm not 
So Same. I'm I mean, obviously, obviously Espeo, like obviously Espeo is like probably the best center back in the league, and you know most te- most teams would be hurting without him. But I mean, we had we just had we just sat Becky on also one of the best center backs in the league, and we just started him on the bench. So like, yeah, we could just start him. Like we we have that depth. <laughs> we have that depth. So I'm not worried. I, I, and I I love that we've gone from like fucking not having anyone on the bench worth putting in the game to being like, oh, what do we do with all these subs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so good um all right uh yeah (laughs) this is a good one this is a really good Uh, one tom wasn't there for the watch party and the first half of the york game and we know how that went (laughs) should he stay away for the rest of the season (laughs) (laughs) thomas i love you but yes (laughs) stay in the office during the game i'll see you after i'll see you after when we're getting ready for the final yeah, yeah, we'll party. We'll party afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Just stay in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, wh- what's the gap between Ottawa and first place? Is it massive? No, but Ottawa is. That's not a question. Um, <laughs> but it's a hot take, and I love it. <laughs> it's a hot take. Um, moving on. Even though Gareth Wheeler was supporting Ottawa, it's still shitty of him to say it's over for Pacific. Also not a question, um, <laughs> but but also a hot. You can thing. tell these were written by people who are like six beers deep. At this I know <laughs> that's why I asked for this. <laughs> I uh, love it. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, this okay. This one is related. This one is a question. Do we welcome Wheeler on the Atletico bandwagon? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, it was shitty for him to say that about Pacific because I don't think they're down and out yet. Yeah. Do we welcome him on the Atletico bandwagon? I mean, he can, he can, we can maybe put him through like, uh, you know, a, a pledge ship, an initiation <laughs> or he can earn his spot on the bandwagon that we've built. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, again, I think Andy summed it up well when she just basically said Gareth Wheeler is just kissing ass. And I don't, I don't like to see that because to me, it's like, yo, stick to your guns. If you are going to talk shit about Atletico Ottawa, you better stick to your guns, even when they're doing well. And he yeah. like, 180 so hard yeah. that I think I got whiplash. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I just I don't I don't like it. Um, and I, again, I just think that he doesn't really bring a whole lot of like intelligent conversation to the no, games. Absolutely. But I'm I, but I am fucking happy to see him wave around the Atletico jersey and be like, <laughs> they're the best because we all knew that, and now Gareth Wheeler knows it. So yeah. you're allowed on the bus, but you have to be in the back next to the bathroom. <laughs> no, he can be in the luggage compartment underneath. <laughs> uh, all right, let me hear this one. Um, so while we're at an advantage, we've lost two games this year by more than three goals. A 4 nothing that was versus Forge, and a 6-1 versus Valor. Uh, what is the most important thing we need to in- do to ensure that we host the final? Ooh, good one. Um, yeah, that, that's a good one. Um... I mean, it's I like I am a little nervous because like well, obviously we're better away than we are at home. Um, mm-hmm. We drop a lot of points at home. I think those two games mentioned in the question are probably, and we talked about this during the podcast for those games, were probably the two biggest coaching blunders that Cargo has mm-hmm. committed in the season. Probably the two only coaching blunders that he's committed during the season. I don't really see him doing it again. Um. I don't see, uh, you know, I don't see us starting any under 21s again unless Alleman is injured. So I don't like with 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 Cargos basically starting our strongest 11 um, playing our type of football. I think we just do more of the same. And I mean, like we were yeah. saying earlier, we, we, we play the same way all of the time. 
I think if we I think if we do it, even if we win, if we lose one nil, we've lost one nil at home to Pacific this season. That doesn't matter. That still gets us to the final. So yeah. I don't see us shipping three plus goals to Pacific this weekend. I just don't see yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I uh, and I hope we don't honestly because yeah. I really don't want to have to again fly fly home and not watch the championship game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you get insurance? Can you cancel it? I sure did not because <laughs> because I'm that confident. You got to come through. I mean, again, and I, I, I I've been saying I I I, but honestly, it was my wife that booked my flights. So she used her crazy point status, and nice. then she was basically just like, hey, "Merry Christmas, vamos a Letty," and I was like, "I love you so much." <laughs> Amazing. So, so I traded my Christmas gift for all of you. So this better be a championship weekend. <laughs> yeah, better be. <laughs> yeah. Um, how delusional do you have to be to argue with former and current professionals about what dictates dominating a game? Oh my god, I'm so sick of people being like Ottawa was dominated. Ottawa's getting dominated. They, you know, they only had 30 percent possession. They blah blah blah. You look at look at the way that this team is structured and look at the way that we play mm-hmm. and look at the stats on possession and look at the results from that and i'm like yeah. we're playing a certain way and that's a way that doesn't you don't have a lot of possession so i think mm-hmm. saying we got dominated and i know guys like no finish or you know stupid idiots on twitter sometimes will be like they were getting dominated the whole game and you know they just barely squeaked out a win i'm like we didn't we didn't that the, the way that we just played against pacific was the way that carlos has built this team to play yeah and to say like we were being dominated, I mean, we won two nothing. We won two nothing at Starlight. Yeah. At their last game of the season, with all their fans there, and it's like in in order to do that, like I think it takes the the mental piece, and it also takes the effort from the team. And I I don't think that saying that we had dominated makes any sense at all. And you hear it sometimes from commentators or or. or fans but anyone who has played the game or or currently plays the game i think has a completely different picture of what being dominated quote unquote means and i don't think it means having the most possession well it's just like any any, anyone who's watched this team this season knows that the way we played that game was on purpose that was the Mm -hmm. plan we did exactly what we wanted to do that that was the way we wanted to play the game so by virtue we controlled the game like anyone, anyone that watched that watched that game and thought that we were caught on the back foot and like, oh, we were expecting to run the show and all of a sudden we're not getting the position is a fucking idiot and hasn't watched us yeah. this season. All of that was by design. So yep. we, the game turned out exactly the way we wanted it to. That's domination. That's domination. Yeah. So is yeah. we said we so we talked about this earlier in the season as well. People were like, oh, they got outplayed. Like you don't know ball. Well, and I, but and I, I'm not going to defend those people, but. We have seen in the past, like before we settled down and before the, 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 you know, teamwork and cohesion came together, I think, for the team, we saw a little bit of the cracks in what could happen if you don't play this formation properly. But I think we're at the point now where Carlos has it down. The players have it down. Everyone's buying into it and we just eat it up. We eat it up now. It's, It's like it's like when you're, you know going through like i don't know something tough or you're in the army and you're going through basic training and it's like you learn to just appreciate the sucky times because you know what you got you got to you got to embrace the suck as you know they say in the military you got to yeah. fucking embrace the suck yeah. and sometimes it's painful and sometimes it's not pretty but 
man, this team has done it. And I love like I love watching it now because I no longer watch with like, oh, God, we're going to concede goals. And I'm more like, just 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 keep just keep attacking. Just keep yeah. attacking. And it's like yeah. you're just waiting for them to cut, get close. Yeah. And then we pounce and, and put one or two yeah. in the net. So there you go. That's what yep. we do. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, considering we're already in the final, <laughs> uh, does Anthony D- Dominico start this week or next week? <laughs> First thing, this is a no jinx zone. So, yeah. <laughs> second thing, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's a he's a he's an OSU uh, no, youngster of, that we just signed. <laughs> one of our dev kids. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. Um, I mean, uh, no, what, no, it's, he's not going to start. <laughs> Like I love that I love that we signed a couple kids. Um, I love that they're training with the first team. Uh, yep. It's really good experience for them under some really good coaches. But uh, no, we're putting our strongest eleven out. We don't need minutes. We don't need to be giving anyone game time. We need to be continuing momentum for potentially being in the final. That's yeah. what That's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, speaking of, how important is mm. it for us to score first, especially with Irving constantly being off his line? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, saying, I love the unnecessary dig at Colin Irving. <laughs> but that's classic. That's classic CCSG, man. We're all about the unnecessary. I know, we love it. We love it. We don't have no. to go there, but we're going to. We wouldn't want to have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's very important that we that we score first, just statistically speaking. Um, but I'm not saying that, you know, all hope is lost if we do get scored on because it may mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. I think that. If that does happen, we need to like lock it down and Carlos has to have some words, but he's done that in the past, right? Like we've Mm -hmm. gone, we've gone into halftime down a goal or whatever. And then Carlos goes into the locker room and has, you know, does what Carlos does and waves his magic wand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the boys come out and play a completely different game. So um, I think that I would love to see us score first, just from the stats perspective, because I think Mm -hmm. that'll lock it up for us. But again, you never know. Um, So um all that to say, please score first. I let it go out of Yeah, I, I want us to score in like the opening ten minutes, and then I want to watch the most boring game of football I've ever <laughs> seen in my life for the next eighty minutes. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so good, it'd be so good. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was. That's what I said to Flo when we were when we were watching this game. Actually, I, I was like, listen, like you see how we're not even touching the ball, we're not doing anything. Like if we score, it's going to be the most boring thing you've ever seen in your life. And you know, yeah. thankfully, we didn't uh, score until later. So we, but, uh, well, yeah. we almost did. We pulled that one off the uh, off the crossbar. Oh, this is so cool. I wanted him yeah. to get his first goal. Of season. I know, me so too. Bad there, man. That was that rocket. Me too. too. Was so sweet. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, it is, is. Kimus and Espeo were both phenomenal in the back, despite Diego's bonehead yellow. Has that chemistry cemented itself as our best center back? Yeah, man, Los Hermanos. <laughs> I talked about it earlier. <laughs> Those two dudes are just man. I know Camus like uh, initially when we because I think we all hyped him up super hard because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, he's coming by Lady B. He's a captain, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that I think f- filling the shoes of CCSG's hype train is probably one of the hardest things anyone has to do because yeah. we have such high expectations for literally all of our players. <laughs> like we could, <laughs> we could sign like a like seventh tier dude from like yeah. whatever, like league and wherever in Europe. In and we'd probably be like, and we'd, yeah, like, we'd probably be like, he's going to Let's go. <laughs> championship confirmed <laughs> so um but that's just the way that's the way our our, our fan base is so I, yeah. I think that i think maybe that was a little bit 
disheartening for for us to see him kind of struggle initially. Yeah. But he's found his stride the same way that guys like Max, T- Max Tiso have found their stride. Yeah. Even Balu Tabla has found his stride. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even Brian Wright, um, I think has mm. has come come back into the into the you know the winner's circle, so to speak, for for performance. So, yeah, I I think that they're probably the their chemistry is really good. I I would say it's as good as I mean, especially when all three of them are in there and you got Acosta too. Like, yeah. and I think that maybe language also plays a plays a factor as well because it it's easier does. to talk in your native right? language and and, and you know, especially get ideas when you're defenders, than, like you need to be communicating constantly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yes, the answer to the question is yes, there are best CBs. Um, I love you, Drew Becky, as well. Um, and you're also our best. You know, all of our CBs are the best. Let's. <laughs> I found it very telling that he started Camus instead of our captain in the playoff yep. game. So, I mean, that just probably just says a lot about what he, about what how, how the coach rates them. I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, but I also I also think too. Like I think Carlos fully understood that. Espeo was also probably going to draw yellow at some point because <laughs> um, I think everyone had predicted that. Yeah. So so maybe that was part of his plan, too, is like get the get the time out of Espeo and then put Becky in and give Becky a week off and, and yeah. then put him in for the for to close up the shop, you know? So, yeah, it's yeah, it's possible that that yellow was fucking bad, dude. That was so it was dumb. so that dumb. Was so unnecessary. So it was and almost I mean, a PK, too, which I would have. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I would have been like, you <laughs> asshole. But uh, <laughs> you're fired now. Yeah. We loved you. And now you're fired. Yeah. Transfer over. <laughs> Loan over. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it was it's one of those moments that makes you remember that this fucking kid's like 19 years old still. And you yes. forget that yeah. all the time because he's because oh, he plays so well. Yeah. League, right. And then yeah. he does that. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's right. He's still a boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, le- at least at least we're going home with the two no lead. Um, we are. If we weren't, yeah. I'd be a lot more worried about missing out on him. But as it is, I'm not. Uh, yeah, me neither. That so. Um, all right. Let's talk about the other kid on our team. Zach Verhoeven. Hell yeah. <laughs> the wonder sub has Hell returned. Yeah. Uh, how much do you think he adds to the lineup? And has his growth shown that next year he may be in a good position to step up? I imagine they're probably talking about the starting 11. Yeah, um, I think he adds so much to this lineup. Uh, every, everyone needs a super sub, right? When maybe the game isn't going your way or you really want to lock mm-hmm. things up, bring on some fresh legs at the end. He is the perfect kind of super sub. Because yeah. um, obviously, you know, he, he because he's the fastest fuck winger. He can play both sides. He played on the right when he came on this, this game. He's played on the left earlier in the season. It's just, it just adds another level at the end, you know? And uh, he's a dream crusher. <laughs> he's the dream crusher. Well, and he certainly crushed the shit out of their dreams on this one. Yeah. But it's funny because he crushed their dreams, but he made mine come true. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. I, he might he might step up into the starting eleven next season. I mean, I think he he was getting there at the end of last season. I think he started at the beginning of this season as well before he got injured. Yeah. Um, I know not. Obviously, every player wants to start, and I mean, no player wants to be a super sub, right? They don't want to be sitting on the bench until the last ten minutes of the game. But uh, you know, some players are also willing to be team players rather than look at their own personal glory. So maybe he just continues to be a super sub. Who knows? But but again, I think that 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 speaks to the 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 absolute discipline that Carlos has instilled in these guys. Is that yeah. like I have a feeling that Zach may not want to be a super sub. But mm-hmm. Carlos recognizes that that's his role right now, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know what? That's my role for now, and it'll probably change next season, or it might change, it might not. But this is what I contribute to the team, and I just come in 
10 minutes left and put some bangers in the net. So, yeah. And yeah. and it, it helps us out. So mm-hmm. team yeah. player, way to go, Zach. There you go. Yeah. Um, given the travel challenges and middling attendance numbers, should there be an off week between the regular season and the playoffs in order to ensure teams can advertise the playoff games more and that teams can coordinate travel better? Um, this, well, is a good, this is a good question because I know Cargo had said in an article with Le Droit before this game that they were really sort of blindsided um, about the travel to Pacific last weekend. Yeah, how- I think that's... I think that's complete bullshit um, that that they do that, and and it's it's hard enough I think for some of these coaches, well, really for all the coaches out there, to plan their rosters out and plan their training sessions out and whatever, and especially when you're traveling from Ottawa to fucking BC yeah. and you're traveling, you know, four times, three, three four time zones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So so it's hard enough to do that. So the fact that they just like jam that in and they're like, oh, you know what? You can figure it out in a week. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah. I, I like you're not going to get the best performance out of the away team, especially yeah. um, in this case. So, you know, I, I think that it almost gives the first leg away team or the first like home team a little bit of an advantage in the playoffs yeah. because they have the time to prepare because they know they're going away for the second game mm-hmm. so it's weird because it's like we finish first and then we play away a week like so that's tough um and i just i don't think it's fair to the players either i think that the players need that time to mentally prepare to physically prepare and to just expect them to be like all right well pack up and go to bc and play a game at starlight yeah. in five six days like that's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and it is i mean but again it's in line with kind of the 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 slapdash way that that can pl does does things mm-hmm. um and as far as the uh the the, the side of this question about uh, advertising and attendance. I mean, for 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 ATO, the team would have to actually advertise. Like honestly, like I'm mind, I'm gobsmacked that we're not seeing all of my social media just blow up with Atletico Ottawa shit because we are pathetic, one game away from the Canadian Championship final. Yeah. We finished top of the table, and I'm like, where is all of the where's where's all the like hype? Where's all the hype? Where's from yeah. the team? Because I think that CCSG is doing a very good job mm-hmm. of getting material out there. We're doing T-shirts. We're doing all this kind of stuff. And then it's kind of radio silence on the on the part of the club. And it sucks because I think all of us out there love this club. We love this club. We love the players on the team. We absolutely love Carlos. Like most of us would marry him if we had the chance. <laughs> um, but it's it's hard because we don't see that returned in an official capacity from the club. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got Fernando going on, you know, CTV morning news, but like he's on the morning news at 6 a.m. Who yeah. is A, up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and B, listening to the news at 6 a.m.? <laughs> like, uh, you know, not most soccer fans. I mean, yeah, like some people might have office jobs that have to be there. That it should be everywhere, little... though. You know, there should be, yeah. there should be bus ads. There should, should be flags. There should be flags outside the CD place. Yeah, like there exactly. should be everything. And meanwhile, instead, like, my like my wife's like oh like why isn't the game on saturday i'm like because there's a red blacks game like, yeah. <laughs> like i shouldn't have to say that because uh-huh. it's bullshit they they suck and <laughs> a lot of goes in first and we're playing second fiddle and i get it we're not the primary people but like i just i it's sad it's it's sad to me that we're not seeing the club take advantage of the the situation that currently exists because mm-hmm. this is the best time for the club to build something in the community and mm-hmm. The people that are doing all the heavy lifting is basically us, like CCSG, yeah. which sucks. <laughs> like, we shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, uh, I know a part of this question also mentions um, the attendance. And mm-hmm. I think we, anyone who watched the uh, Cavalry Forge game saw that that was not the most attended game of Cavalry season, for sure. 
when it should no. be because it's a playoff game. Yep. So multiple factors basically mean that, yes, there probably should be a week-long break. Um, just obviously so you can advertise the game, sell more tickets. And also, like mm-hmm. we had said earlier, I mean, you know, we only found out we were playing Pacific on the Saturday, right? Because of how close the playoff race was. So then it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, now you got six days to, to, to figure out how you're going to Figure it there. out. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's also another thing, too, right? We always talk about how momentum is such a big thing. Maybe they wouldn't want to want to take a week off. They'd be like, no, I can just sit at home for a week not playing. So it's a double-edged sword. But, I mean, yeah. Cargo said as much in the article, and he was like, man, it's almost not an advantage to finishing first because, you know, yeah. our away leg is going to be harder than their away leg. They're going to have an extra week to prepare. They can get a private plane and go straight here. We have to take three yep. planes. Um, yep. It's... It's ridiculous. So the answer to that is ATO needs to buy a private plane. Well, we should just get Madrid <laughs> to lend. Uh, they, I think they've got two. Just lend us one. Yeah, exactly. Just give us one. You know, we're we're also a well-performing club. Yeah, I know you have one. I saw the pictures of of, of Jeff Hunt on them fucking two years ago. We've all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> we got the receipts. All yeah, right. We've got the receipts. Lend us one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm actually going to give you this one because it's a good one. Uh, mailbag. Asking on behalf of the guy sitting next to me at the watch party and giving you a spot for self-promotion. Where can I find the full version of the After the Whistle intro music? <laughs> it's a bit of a banger, isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's uh, nowhere, but uh, I want you know. I, mean, I wonder if I should put that up somewhere. Just so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just the same thing on loop. Like it's it's there 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 isn't a full song. It's but if you want to listen to that on loop for like three minutes, I can I can put it on SoundCloud or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put it on the CCSG website. Just have that loop uh, in make, the background, like like I'm back yeah, in the mic. Make sure you hit days. that like. Yeah, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for more but, content. Yeah. Remember back in the no, MySpace days, you have a song auto playing oh. in the background. It was always annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you just dated yourself because I'm pretty sure a bunch of the fans listening probably have no fucking What's my space. <laughs> Whatever. It's like Facebook, but for old people. Yeah, it's like Facebook. <laughs> and then they're like, what's Facebook? Because fucking Zoomies aren't on Facebook anymore. Right, it's like, true, like true, TikTok true, true. for old people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So uh, good. The years march on. Anyways, um, yep. <laughs> if we make it to the finals, what is the over-under of 3.5 non-Pacific fans coping in our Twitter mentions? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! You can tell I'm some so, of the again. You can I'm tell so some glad of these. I asked these questions for these questions when I did. Yeah, uh, man. The I mean, they're obviously it's, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. One hundred percent. Like, yeah. uh, at, at least, at least the three point five so fans. Many. Um, yeah, I love that it specifies yeah. non-Pacific fans as well because it's not just going to be them that's angry. It's going to be everyone that's angry because because everyone seethes at this at yeah. us being good. Yeah. I know, and I love it. I love it. I eat it up. I eat that shit for breakfast. So is Ottawa because we know everyone hates us. That's why there was, the, you know, that whole convoy that rolled through. So. <laughs> uh, delicious. Love it. Love it. Uh, all right. I am once again asking you to say you're disappointed by Camus. I'm not superstitious, but since you started expressing disappointment, he's been great. Camus, you fucking suck. Don't start this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 garbage. You're I just a garbage they player. You. <laughs> oh for real though he's great <laughs> no wait I, no he sucks he sucks <laughs> i hope if if he hears this um 
that his English is very good and he can understand sarcasm or that someone explains Yeah, otherwise we're just two mean dudes drinking beer. Exactly. Making fun of him. It's so mean. Why are they saying this? I thought I was so good. So good. So, okay. That one we kind of asked that earlier. All right, one more. This one's a good one. In the NHL, every player gets their day with the cup and it's well known that people eat and drink out of it. So once we win the final, <laughs> no jinx zone, but okay. So once we win the final, what are you heating up on the microwave plate? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say I would heat up frozen taquitos so poorly that the outside would be cold, but the inside would be hotter than the sun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Plus taquitos are delicious. Taquitos. If you haven't had them, you should buy some. I love taquitos. <laughs> Plus it's like, you know, kind of, kind of, I guess like goes with our, you know, our, 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 our culture. I mean, they're, I mean, they're Mexican. We're Spanish. We have, no, we have a Mexican club though. <laughs> we do. We do have a Mexican club. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Luis, yeah. So. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Johnny? What are you? What are you cooking up on that microwave? Probably. Plate? Probably the same vein. I'd probably put a frozen burrito on there. I'd have to Ooh, get a microwave yes. first. I mean, I don't actually don't own a microwave. I know that sounds really hipster, but uh, I don't <laughs> have a microwave. But uh, I would do. A, I would do a burrito. I, I mean, obviously, Mexican food is probably the best food in the fucking world. So oh. something. And something your, frozen and, in Mexican for sure. And it's also like the only food that that is generally like just as good from a microwave. <laughs> Oh, exactly. A lot of foods do not microwave well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Great mailbag, everybody. <laughs> Good mailbag. Is, I do that again this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Just hot takes from the dub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't, I, we, we have, you know, so, some, someone will step up and give us some good level-headed sober thoughts the day after, but the majority, I want them to be ridiculous. And if they're yes, not actual yeah. questions, I'm still going to read it at anyways, like we did this. <laughs> like that's not a question. That's not a question. <laughs> that's not a question. <laughs> Speaking of GCP watch party, how fucking good did that look? Oh my I god, so man! I'm jealous. just gonna, I'm just going to say it. No other club or supporters group has a watch party as well attended or as passionate as the one that just happened this past weekend. Like no chants, limbs, like atmosphere, vibes. All of it was peak CCSG, peak ATO. It's one of the reasons I love this group. It's always fire, whether it's home or away. Uh, you know, it, it helped convince me that there's really no way that I could miss a championship at CD Place. Um, so really, I mean, I can't wait to scream my fucking lungs out with you guys um, and just get crazy. Yep. So uh, honestly, just keep it up um, for, I mean, obviously the, we've got the home game and then we, we're going to play in the championship. Um, so so yeah, just keep it up. Keep the keep the pressure. Keep the, the excitement. And I cannot, cannot wait to be part of it. Yeah, well, it's 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 the last the last watch uh, last CPL watch party of the season because obviously we host yep. the second leg and if we make it to the final, we will be hosting the final. So, well, however, I mean, I don't know. is 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 uh is Cavalry doing a watch party for the second leg of their series? Um, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, nobody does it like us exactly. Anyway, so. Exactly. Who that's that's knows? you just answered my question, Johnny. <laughs> no one knows. Who cares? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. Yeah, fuck it. So, um, speaking of nobody doing it like us, our very own mass maestro, inflatable extraordinaire, Bryce, has has written and recorded this amazing song. I'll I'll play I'll play you the hook from it now. I'll throw the whole song at the end of the episode. But this is the hook. I think world this, premiere. World premiere. I world the, premiere. I think this chorus can turn into a chant at some point. All right, let's hear it. Ottawa, show me that you're ready. 
<laughs> How good is that? That is incredible. That and is he, incredible. And he raps uh, it's so, it's so, the It's so too. funky. I love it. I know. Isn't it good? <laughs> Those drums are ridiculous. Really, I mean, that so I was good. like, bro, where'd you get this? Like, <laughs> like I see collabs with some people for the drums and the bass as well. Like, it's a whole group project. And if you were at the watch party, he recorded some background vocals. Uh, and those are in the song as well. So everyone's oh my god, everyone's who is this? Song. Who is this man? I know, right? So yeah, like I said, I will be throwing that song um, in the outro, so you can hear the whole thing. It'll be the it'll be the premiere. <laughs> Amazing. Speaking of watch parties, make sure yes to come in November because uh, it is the official home of the Voyagers in Ottawa World Cup watch party, and those yes. are gonna be banging. They're, They're gonna, gonna be, be great. So good, Canada in the World Cup, baby! I can't believe we're saying that. Canada in the World Cup yes. and Italy not in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, go to the C- uh, GCP, the official home uh, uh, of the World Cup viewing parties. Um, we have playoff merch on our website. There's we still we um, the massive shirt isn't completely sold out. I don't believe as of last I checked, there was still smalls there's and still like some, triple, yeah, still triple XLs or something like that. So the main you know, size is it as gone, like a but, uh, pajama shirt, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to go... like look lit <laughs> <laughs> while you're, while you're crunching on your Doritos, watching the world cup. You well, know? exactly. I mean, we're, <laughs> with all of those taquitos and burritos that you're going to be heating up on the microwave plate, you're going to be able which to obviously gets out. shared, which obviously gets shared with the fan base. They just yes. mail it around to like, so everyone gets a chance with it. We all get to have it after the players all have it. <laughs> um, you can fill up that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I uh, I am bombing this segment right now. Um, You're great. (laughs) Doing great. Thank you. Um, Yes, if you want to go to the the second leg of the playoffs this weekend, which you do, which you you obviously fucking do. Everyone, Johnny's going to be there. I am going to be there. I am really. That's the that's that's the real reason to go. (laughs) Already got the tickets. Thank you, Patrick. Sent me yours. Um, If you want to buy your own, click on the link on our website for tickets in section dub or just buy it, it from the club as well, wherever you want to be, but you want to be in the dub. Um, but if they're sold out, just buy them anywhere as well. We need to fucking fill this place. It's going to be lit. Yeah. It's going to be very it's lit. Gonna be insane. Um, it's going to yeah, be insane. I'm going to be in town this weekend. I'm also, I'm going to come a day, a day earlier. I'm actually going to the Sens game on Saturday too. It's going to nice. be a very lit weekend. So yeah, it's, when it's you see me on Sunday, I'm going to be sports up. sports. Yeah. Sports sports. I probably won't even have gone to bed. I'm going to still be on like a high. So I, I'm, I'm going to be a different beast. Uh, on Sunday, that's for sure. Johnny just ro- ro- rolls in, hasn't slept in 29 hours. <laughs> he's already a six beers deep, exactly. even though he's hung over from the night before. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. So there you go. Be there next weekend when we uh, when we punch our ticket to the final the following weekend. Hell yeah. What else is there to say, Patty? Um, I will see everyone here listening at the dub on the 30th of October because we're going to the championship. I believe in the boys. So fucking let's do it. Let's do it. Vamos at Letty. As we finish season three with reason to believe, keep way back in my review, the disaster of season two. Ottawa, are you ready? Ottawa at the grave. 
No, I don't know, bubble, I'm just into the peg, no three games a week, put pressure on my legs, got me and my crew now, believe it, we're for real, let me give me a little closer to one of those shields, when I say it out loud, think it's not a party, got a lot of good players, who are about to be somebody off, season the pool is paying off non-stop, started at the bottom, now we're hanging at the top. Ottawa, show me that you're ready, say Famos Atletico, Ale Atleti, Famos Atletico, Ale Atleti, Famos Atletico, Ale Atleti. Cause they suck real fast, so they found us a new coach brought another plan, got some brand new players as the day is get back, yeah, solidified the defense while they're broken the attack. If you don't think our team is ready, then you're not in the know. If you don't think our house is rocking, you ain't been to the show. If you're sitting at the game and you ain't feeling the love, then go grab a couple sodas and come find me in the dump. Vamos Atletico, Ale Atleti. Vamos Atletico, Ale Atleti. Vamos Atletico, Ale Atleti. Vamos Atletico, Ale Atleti. Well, you're not even real. Cavalry, we're gonna turn you to glue. And even with those ravens, you'll follow you through. Forge your time's over, no lie. You're keen, nothing, so don't even try. Sitting in the kitchen, crying about the past. Well, take this one's push up and up your house. Thanks. Vamos, let it go. Vamos, let it go. Vamos, let it go.